Welcome to the Faithfully Free Podcast. I'm Katie Bailey. I'm a wife, mom, licensed professional counselor, and I'm passionate about seeing women flourish in their relationships. In this podcast, we will focus on how, as a woman after God's own heart, you can learn to live faithfully free, despite any toxic people you may encounter. I'm so glad you're here. Let's get started. Welcome to the Faithfully Free Podcast. This is episode number six. And today we're going to answer the question, what brings you joy? And I want you to know that when I ask that question, I'm talking about real joy, not just be happy, think positive joy that's sort of superficial. I don't like those Christian cliches that are like, just, you know, have more faith or let go and let God. Those things are fleeting. They're not really, they don't really have depth to them, right? I want to talk about real joy. When you're truly connected with God, when you know yourself well, what are the things that bring you joy in life, big and small? That's what we're going to look at today. I think as women, it's really easy to get caught up in taking care of everyone else, even to the point of people-pleasing. And it's possible that we don't even know ourselves well enough to know what we like and what we don't like. But knowing yourself well is an important part of flourishing in life. God created us to experience joy in life. This is both big and small things. Do you know what you like? Do you know what brings you joy? Today, I want to talk about ways to get to know yourself better and to find time to embrace the good things in life that bring you joy. If you're like me, most of your time is spent thinking about other people and how to care for other people and actually doing the caring, right? And as I've said before in other episodes, this is a wonderful God-given role. There is also value in truly knowing yourself and the woman that God made you to be. So how do we do that? All right. Number one, we pay attention throughout our day. Do you like mornings or are you a night owl? Do you like coffee or do you like tea? Do you like to get work done alone or with a group? Pay attention to the things that make you feel the most fulfilled, the most accomplished, like you've actually contributed something, right? Those are the things that will give you clues to more of who you are, how you work, how God made you to be. Number two, journaling. Journaling is a fantastic skill. I used to do it constantly, and then I had kids. And I've done it sporadically over the last, you know, probably nearly 12 years since we've had kids. Um, but the seasons where I do it more, I definitely feel, um, I feel more peace. I feel like I have a better understanding of myself and what's working and what's not working for me in that stage of life. It is a skill. It's not something that just comes easily. The more you practice it, the more you'll cultivate that habit and the more you're going to get out of it. Even short times of reflection are helpful. We're not talking like you have to leave the house and journal for two hours straight. But even like five, ten minutes of just writing a few things down can be helpful. There's all kinds of studies that show how writing things down helps us manage our stress. It helps us grow in awareness of ourselves and others. So if you're not a journaler, grab a little notebook and give it a try. Just, you know, give it a week, a few minutes each day and see what you think. Number three, don't compare yourself to others. This is a huge one, ladies. 
It's also a really hard one. God made us all different. You don't have to be good at the same things as everyone else. You won't be. So you need to just accept that God made you uniquely you. You are who you are. Learn to embrace it. Learn who you are and be be okay with that. And when we talk about not comparing ourselves, this also means to beware of social media. You guys, social media has benefits. Don't get me wrong. However, it's also not a real world. Okay? People put all their best foots forward, best feet forward, right? They put their best faces forward. We don't get to see all the nitty-gritty of their daily lives there. So when we compare ourselves to that, we're comparing ourselves to something that isn't completely real. It's all of the good stuff and very little of the real stuff. So don't judge yourself based on other people's social media posts, right? Um, and not even just social media, but anything. The p- other people you know, the other moms in your circle, your parenting is different. Everyone's going to do things differently, and that's okay. Don't compare yourself to other people. Number four, make time to do one thing every day that you enjoy. This isn't selfish. When you do something every day that you simply enjoy, you are worshiping God by focusing on the blessings in life, big or small. Okay? So those are four things you can do to know yourself better and learn more about what brings you joy. Pay attention throughout your day to things that you really like, to things that make you feel fulfilled or accomplished. Journal. Don't compare yourself to others. And make time to do one thing every day just that you enjoy. I'm going to share some of the things I know about myself that influence how I make decisions about how I flourish in life, right? These are things over the years that I have learned going through some of these processes. First of all, I know that I like to get work done first before I relax. When we first got married, I told Nate that I couldn't go to bed if the kitchen sink had dishes left in it. (laughs) Now, I learned to be more flexible flexible about this since our oldest son James was born just because that's life right it wasn't always going to happen but for the most part I still follow this principle I know that I do better if I finish my to-do list first before I move on to the fun things I'm going to enjoy the fun things more if I get the hard things done first I've always been that way and that's part of me that I've just come to accept now keep in mind all these things have flexibility so like I said I can handle leaving some dishes in the kitchen sink at this point um because I am able to prioritize and realize what has the most value. But as a general rule, I would rather get my work done, the not fun things done, before I go on and enjoy the fun things. All right, another thing I've learned about myself. I start to shut down around 8 p.m. My days are very full, working in my private practice, mothering my kiddos, all my other life stuff. I'm sure you guys can relate. I get really tired in the evenings. If someone asks me to have a meeting in the evening... I'm most likely going to say no unless my day was a lighter day. Um, And that's because I would have no brain cells left at that point of the day, and I know that I wouldn't be giving that person my best. Eight o'clock comes around, and I really start to shut down. Um, Other people might be able to stay up until midnight or beyond, but that's not me, and I'm just fine with that. I've always been that way. You know, I was the person in college that never pulled an all-nighter, right? I didn't want to do that. I needed my sleep, and I knew it. So all my friends would stay up all night studying and they'd be hurting the next day, but that was their choice. They could do that. They functioned that way. I knew that I didn't, and so I chose to go to sleep. Okay, another thing that I know about myself, and some of you probably know as well, is I love knitting. I taught myself to knit when I was probably around nine years old. 
I was in a toy store and I saw a beginner's kit. It had these little pink knitting needles. And my mother was awesome and she got it for me. And even still, I make time to knit, even if it's just a little bit, pretty much almost every day. Knitting and creating things with beautiful yarn brings me joy. I know that if I don't have the energy to knit, that's a bad sign. I really need to get some rest, right? But overall, though, that's something I really, really enjoy. And creating things with the yarn and the needles um, soothes me. And that is definitely something that brings me joy. And then I also love chai tea. It's lovely. In fact, I have some right here with me as I'm recording this episode. My kids might even tell you that I have a chai problem. <laughs> I love to feel the warmth of the cup in my hands, and I love to slowly savor the taste as I go throughout my morning. Chai brings me joy. I also really enjoy fun time with my kids. Now, I'm saying fun time, right? Um, doing the schoolwork at home and having them complete their chores and some of those things when they're fighting, that's not so fun. But I love the fun times with them. Those things bring me joy. I like seeing them being creative. I like seeing them trying new things that they didn't think they could do and being successful at it. I love the look on their face when they didn't think they could do something and they did it, right? Um, this happened this week at our house. My husband raised the basketball hoop and my daughter Charlotte was angry because she didn't think she could make it with the hoop that tall. Well, she goes outside and makes like a million baskets in a row and the look on her face was awesome. Those moments bring me joy to see my kids persevere and overcome things they didn't think they could do. So you see, the more I know and understand myself, the better I am at making decisions and setting boundaries that allow me to live free and flourish in life. I'm going to prioritize getting my work done before I have fun. I'm going to prioritize going to bed earlier and not staying up all night. I'm going to carve out time in my day to knit because it brings me joy. I'm going to make an effort to have my chai tea every morning because it brings me joy. And fun time with my kids is a priority. Not just because I want to be with them and I love them, but also just experiencing that and experiencing them brings me joy. When I understand myself and these things that I value and the way that I operate and I can make decisions based on those things, I'm going to experience more joy in life. So what will you discover about yourself? What will you do today to experience joy? I hope that you'll pay attention throughout your day and that you'll journal and that you'll make time to do one fun thing and that you won't compare yourself to other people because what you find joyful, someone else might not. You guys might hate knitting and you really might not like chai tea and you certainly probably don't want to have fun with just my kids, right? <laughs> you get the point. It'll be different, but whatever it is that brings you joy, you'll be worshiping God when you experience those things because you're living out and enjoying the things that he gave us to, to enjoy. So I would love to hear what brings you joy. As you go through this and discover more about yourself and learn more about yourself, feel free to email me at hello at faithflourish.com. I'd love you just to shoot me a quick email and tell me what is it that you learn that brings you joy. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and leave a review. This really helps other people find it, other women who need to hear these messages. God is doing something big here, and I want um, other people to, to catch that if, if they would benefit from hearing these messages. And when you, leave in, when you subscribe and leave a review, it's going to find its way to more people. So thank you. You can find me on Instagram at faith.freedom.flourish. 
And as a reminder, my free ebook devotional, What God Really Says About Toxic Relationships, is still available for download. Go to subscribepage.com slash faithful, faithfully free devo. Um, and I'll also put that link in the show notes so you can just click on it. And that is my free gift to you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really am praying and hoping that you find new ways to experience joy. And until next time, keep living faithfully free. Thank you.